disciplined men versus undisciplined men. Who's winning? Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about disciplined men versus undisciplined men and who is winning. We'll give a definition of discipline. What are the consequences of being an undisciplined man? Why self-discipline is one of the most important attributes we can develop as a man. Disciplined men versus undisciplined men navigating their 20s. And lastly, what are some habits of a disciplined man? So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve deep into this issue. So like I said, we are back and we're going to record this episode on disciplined men versus undisciplined men. Now, this whole thing started... Uh, well, a long time ago, actually, when I was thinking about this particular episode, I was saying to myself, if we were to take a snapshot in time, a lot of it is time-based. You know, we'll have a person who displays discipline and a person who is undisciplined. And a lot of the times, it appears that the undisciplined man is winning in our current society right now. If you were to take a snapshot or a picture, that undisciplined man appears to be winning. So when I say winning, I'm just referring to the point that it seems or appears that they're getting the results that they want to get. Whether it be women, whether it be, you know, rule breaking type of behaviors and maybe getting away with it. Any of those types of things, it seems like that person is winning, where the the disciplined man seems like he's losing, you know, at times. But that's why I wanted to walk through this whole particular situation and go through it so we can just see what the ultimate end goal, what the ultimate end result is of the two traveling on this path. I said earlier, we're going to do a definition of discipline. And it's basic. It says showing a controlled form of behavior a way of working, training someone to obey rules or a code of conduct or code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. Those are some of the definitions that we describe just talk about when we're talking about the word discipline in general. So now that we have an idea of what discipline actually is, we can go forward. You know, a lot of people don't really have a, a, a good definition of what discipline is. And that's why sometimes the line gets blurred about what a person who is disciplined versus undisciplined is because a lot of people don't even know really truly what the definition of the word actually means. So it can be very difficult for people to, you know, capture that and understand that, Hey, you know, this person is being disciplined. This person is being undisciplined. There's a part in our lives where, you know, we gravitate two undisciplined men, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. And then there are times where we will gravitate to a disciplined man. And we have to, you know, know, know when those times occur and what actually is going on pertaining to why we do those things. 
generally speaking, when we're having a lot of fun and we're, we're out here, we're free flowing and we're enjoying life, we will tend to gravitate a little bit more to undisciplined. But when the pressure is on or we're in an emergency or need some help, then we will gravitate towards the disciplined man. But like I said, we'll get to that a little bit later. What are the consequences of being an undisciplined man? You know, you can't have dessert for dinner every night. At some point, you're going to play the cost. The universal law of cause and effect, some people call it the grandfather of all the universal laws, just simply means whatever energy you put out to the university, universe is the energy that you will get back. Everyone calls it different things. Some people call it karma. Some people say you reap what you sow. It's the same thing. The universal law has been around before any of us here on this planet have been born. So a lot of us try to defy the law of cause and effect. We think that we can outsmart it or outdo it, and it's not going to happen. It's just, it's just it's not impossible. There are several consequences for being an undisciplined man. Generally speaking, at some point in your life, and it's tricky because sometimes we'll see an undisciplined man having success. And so we think that, you know, a lot of undisciplined men will experience the same success that they do. But that's more anecdotal evidence. You might see one person out of 50 or so or 100. We don't show the people who are not being successful as much as we do the people who are being successful because we want to cling on to that hope, that probability versus possibility. So that's what we get with that. Uh, the, one of the things is they, they tend to be in lower paying jobs, uh, people who are undisciplined. They could be in a much higher paying job if they were a little bit more disciplined. They could have got something a little bit better if they had been more disciplined. So ultimately, a lot of situations, most of the time, when I say most of the time, we're speaking in generalities, but I'm just basically say probably over 80 percent of the time, if I was to put a number on it, maybe even higher than that. They end up in lower paying jobs. Substance use becomes an issue sometimes because when you're a rule breaker and you're a little bit rebellious, you know, that kind of comes with the territory. That sort of can come with the territory, that rule-breaking type of behavior. So that's another issue that you have to deal with. And like I said, we're doing a series, you know, Men in Addiction, on the podcast here itself. So, yes, that can obviously be an issue. There are also some mental health issues. And part of the reason why that occurs is because in the beginning, sometimes undisciplined people kind of get what they want. And then as their life continues to go forward and they, they're settling into their life, they don't get the things that they used to get before. Now they're starting to have to pay the cost for those things. We live in a society right now. I say it's a snapshot in time. I won't just say as a society as a whole, but it's a snapshot in time where people are unaware or don't want to deal with the consequences of decisions that they've made in their past. And it's really hard for people to adjust to that. They just don't want to do it. Whereas maybe in previous generations, they were more likely to accept it. So one of the hardest things that people are running into right now is just having that ability, really having that ability to accept their consequences of decisions that they make. It's hard to tell a person, hey, a decision you made five, six years ago, you know, it's, it's, it's haunting you now or it's affecting you from doing this now. But that's just how it works. You know, they generally also have poor relationship outcomes. So when they are in relationships, they tend to be a little bit rocky, tumultuous in some situations. So there's a lot to that as to why that happens. But a lot of it just stems back to the fact that 
dealing with that consequence of how, you know, how, how am I going to move forward? And when I was getting everything that I used to get now, I don't get it anymore. That's a tough pill for some people to swallow. And so there's some, some, there's something to that, which I can't really go into fully, but there is something to that. Why is self-discipline one of the most important attributes we can develop as a man? A lot of times I hear women say who are out here looking for men or husbands or boyfriends that they're immature or they're undisciplined or they, they don't seem like they care. You know, well, one of the reasons why we do this, these types of episodes when I'm doing discipline versus undisciplined men is because we want to just prepare men for, you know, this is, these are some of the things that you're going to have to do at some point in your life. And if you don't do them, Again, that consequence is going to creep up on you. But in addition, it will prepare you. If you decide to get married, it will prepare you for marriage. So we're going to talk about this self-discipline and why it's such an important attribute a man can develop. In this regard, we're going to utilize it using the 80-20 principle, which is also called Pareto's principle. I did an episode on Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule, but I specifically just talked about it in the form of relationships, but it applies to all aspects of your life. It's not just relationships. Pareto, I believe, was an Italian uh, professor or scientist, and he just noticed that this number plays out pretty accurately, and it's 80-20, meaning that he noticed that 20% of the people in the city or town that he was living in controlled about 80% of the wealth, and he started to apply it to other aspects, and he came up with the similar numbers. Well, I'll share a few of these numbers here on the show. You know that there is, pertaining to the 80-20 principle, on some of these dating apps, they're saying that uh, women are only attracted to about 20% of the men on the dating apps. So almost 80% of the women who go on the dating apps are only attracted to 20% of the men. And this is why some of the results and the outcomes women are getting are not as good as they should be because they're all kind of gravitating towards the top guys or the best looking guys or the guys who are, you know, the most attractive to them. In the African-American community, in our community basically, 78% of African-American mothers who have a child out of wedlock are only having babies with about 16% of the male population. And I did this on a different show before talking about where are all the good men. And I wanted to point out that about 33% of African-American men are married. And over 50% are single and are not married. And that leaves about 16, 17%. And those are the men who are not married but have a bunch of children. Generally, they may have at least one, a lot of times a lot more than one, by different women. And those are the men that the women tend to gravitate to, especially when they're younger. And that's an example of the 80-20 principle. It's essential for for self-respect and self-love. If you don't have that respect for yourself... You're prone to engage in sort of self-destructive behaviors. So people who have self-discipline 
tend to tend to have a lot of self-respect and self-love. They know what they want. They don't get into any big disagreements or arguments with people. Either you're going to understand what it is that they want or you're not. And they just move on and go on about their business. So you have that going on with them. Another uh, thing pertaining to that 80-20 principle, 80% of the value of self-discipline comes from less than 20% of its manifestations. So a lot of times, if you put in the work up front, if you put in the work up front, which is going to sort of go into the next area we're going to be talking about, but if you put in that work up front, what usually happens is the return on your upfront investment is going to be three and four fold, even five fold, depending on what it is that you do. Why is that so important? That return on investment, you're putting in a little bit up front, but you're getting back 80% on the back end. That puts you in an advantageous position as you get older. It's important for you to put in the work when you're younger. Because when you get older, you reap the benefits. An example would be, let's just say I got a guy who graduated high school, went to medical school, became a doctor, takes him essentially 12 years before he really starts practicing after he goes to college. Then he goes to medical school. He has to go to his internship at residency. He's given up pretty much a decade of his life, his whole entire decade of his 20s. And the advantage is, that from that point on, he starts to reap the benefits of that hard work of giving up that decade, which we're going to go through here in a little bit. But that's an example of that. So the next decade is 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s are going to be a whole lot better. He's going to be a lot more plentiful. He's going to get a bigger return on that investment by giving up that first decade of his life, of his adult life. Where the undisciplined man will do something different. We're going to talk about that shortly. 80% of self-discipline comes from a small percentage of changes that are made particularly good, forming good habits. So just making little slight changes in things that we do dramatically increases our outcomes that we're looking for. Dramatically increases the outcomes that we're looking for. Just making slight, subtle changes. You know, there was a bank in Canada that tracked this 80-20 principle. And I forgot the name of it. I want to say it was the Royal Canadian Bank or something along those lines. I can't even remember the name of it. But they found out that literally almost 90% of their revenue came from a very small percentage of their customers. It was under 20%, actually. But that's how that rule plays out. Some of the issues we have in relationships that women are struggling with right now is they're on the wrong side of the 80-20 principle. They're the 80 trying to get to 20. When they should be the 20 having a choice out of 80. But that's, that's part of the issue that they're running to. They're not able to narrow that down. And get the formula, as I'll say, is backwards. You have to get the formula right. And so there, therein lies the problem, you know, and a lot of people, it's not just, you know, I'll just use that as an example, but there are a lot of men who are doing it. They're at 80% trying to, ch- they're chasing after that 20%. There's always an issue. 
No, one time I, I remember I, I, I talked to a guy and he said that he, he owned a restaurant. He still owns it. I believe he still owns it. And he had a customer who was being very unruly and was, you know, just being a problem in the restaurant about a specific type of dish that they wanted. And so after he did try to help and, you know, go through a couple things with them and they still seemed to be unruly, he told the people who were working at the front of the register there, he simply said, don't serve her. Now, the average person would sit back and say, no, you're going to lose a sale. No, he knew the 80-20 principle. He knew that 20% of his customers are responsible for 80% of his revenue. So why is he bending over backwards to try to get this one sale from a difficult person? Had he done that, he would have been that 80 trying to get to 20. That's the sign of discipline. He knew that that woman was more of a problem to his business than any type of a solution. And he knew there would be very little, if any reward dealing with her. The undisciplined man versus the disciplined man navigating their twenties. This is where it gets really tricky because the undisciplined man generally in his twenties is winning. He's going to have more opportunities with women because a lot of time he has more free time because he's not doing the things he's supposed to do. He's probably not going to college. He's probably not working. And if he is working, he's probably just working part time. He's doing just a little bit. So he has a lot more opportunities with women. He's more likely to get a woman pregnant. He's more likely to experience success at a very young age. He's more likely to dabble in substance use because he gets a lot of attention from women in this age group. They might be very attracted to someone like that. We're attracted to things that sometimes aren't good for us, especially when we're younger. And we'll hold out hope that things will change one day, but they never do. And this is the problem that we're running into again today. This, this story has been told multiple times where people still tend to play the game, thinking that the outcome is going to be different with them versus somebody else, and it's not. So in the 20s, it appears that that undisciplined man is winning. And truth be told, in his 20s, he is winning. The disciplined man is being looked over and isn't even getting any attention, hardly at this point. If he is, it's very little. It might just be from one woman, maybe two. But generally speaking, the disciplined man isn't getting the attention. He's struggling to get attention from women. But he's taking care of business. He might be in college. He might be in the military. He might be doing both, working and going to school. He might be working two jobs. He might be learning a skill, a trade, a craft. He might be figuring himself out. Like we said earlier, he might learn how to be self-respectful to himself and practice self-love at a younger age. He might have had good parents who showed him how to do that even before that point. But he's navigating through life and he's doing very well. He just hasn't reaped the benefits of it yet. This is the prime opportunity for women to latch on and get a good man or a husband while he's on that descend upward. His trajectory is going up. The undisciplined man 
is up already. He's kind of high, but his trajectory is going down. So at some point they will intersect. And usually they will start to intersect in their late 20s. In their late 20s is when you will start to see the intersection. And then the disciplined man is going to continue to go up and that undisciplined man is going to continue to go down. Like I said earlier, they're going to have issues with substance use, lower paying jobs, mental health issues. You're going to start to see the crash. Sometimes a crash occurs before that. It can occur in the, the, the mid-20s, sometimes even earlier than that, depending on how long they've been doing it. But when that intersection occurs, when I say late 20s, that's when a man is entering their physical prime years. So now he's physically starting to look good, and now he's accomplished a lot of things he wanted to do. He might have got his degree. He might have got his skill set up. He might have also uh, start working in a job that's going to be ultimately his career. And he is on a trajectory and path forward. Now what's happening is that guy is now starting to get the attention from those women and where sort of the undisciplined men are not getting it quite as much as they were in the past. The problem is, is now that guy now has a lot more choices than options. And you should have got him when he was going on his trajectory upward. Because the more he continues to go upward, the harder and harder it is to be to get to get that guy. That's why you're hearing a lot of these stuff, these things on the internet. You hear a lot of people saying, "Oh, I want him to make this amount of money, six figure, six figure dating." Is an episode we're going to be coming up with in a little while. They want that guy making the six figures. And you know what's so funny about it? It doesn't even matter. It could be a woman who makes six figures herself, or it could be a woman who has four children by four different men. They're all asking for the same thing. They're all asking for six figures. So it's one of those strange dichotomies that are playing out. And so that guy who was practiced that self-discipline in his 20s is going to start to move, over, move forward in that trajectory. The, uh, the undisciplined man is starting to change and is going down in his words. How many of you have seen or experienced or remember somebody who was, they were the man in high school, that early 20s, and then you see them out when they get to 30, they looked horrible. Because the law of cause and effect is catching up. It's starting to catch up to them. And they don't have what they used to have. People aren't taking them seriously anymore. So that's something that you have to also pay attention to when you see that. The change is occurring. That disciplined man. We focus so much on exterior things that we forget the interior things, the values, the qualities that men portray, that's going to get you through the long run. Those are the type of guys that are, are, you know, are going to make it all the way through. But while you are having fun in your 20s with these undisciplined men, you missed out. You missed out on them. And that's how that basically works. Lastly, I just want to cover... What are some good habits of a disciplined man? There's a bunch, but we're just going to go over a few. What are some of the habits of a disciplined man? Number one, they tend to have self-control. Self-control meaning they can regulate their anger a little bit. This This transcends into the way they will stick to a budget or an exercise program. 
using those two as an example. So they, they tend to be financially doing well because they know how to stick to a budget. They don't overspend. They're able to control themselves. They have a level of self-control. And they'll stick to a, a specific regimented program pertaining to exercise. Maybe they get up in the morning and do something, whether it may be walk or run a couple of miles. They might go to the gym. They might just do some home exercise, working out, any of that type of stuff. They tend to do it and stick with it. And it becomes a habit, a good habit. A good forming habit is what it tends to become into. So that's why the, the, those, those habits, like I said, those small, subtle changes that become good habits lead to the benefits, again, three, four, five-fold. Just making small, subtle changes. The universe blesses us with that. And sometimes we all take advantage of it, myself included. They tend to be healthier. They cut back on overconsumption of things. It doesn't mean that they won't have a drink here and there. It doesn't mean that they won't do certain things. It doesn't mean that they won't even have some level of a vice or something like that. But it's limited. They don't overindulge. They do a little bit here and there. So they might drink, but they'll be a social drinker. They might, if they're at a function or an event, they might have one or two drinks, and then they're done. And then they may not have another drink for a month or two. You know, it just depends. That's, that's how they, they don't get into that overconsumption. The undisciplined man doesn't care. Like I said, they may have issues with substance use. So if they are drinkers, they're heavy drinkers. They're more, more prone to have a DUI, more prone to spend time in jail for, you know, their substance use. That undisciplined man is more likely to experience those types of things. Would that disciplined man know? He just gradually might engage in something but then stop. They practice goal setting and engage in small accomplishments at a time. So they don't focus on trying to get, to, they're not big in the get rich quick thing. They'll, if pertaining to investing, you might see they might put a few hundred dollars away a month and consistently do that for years and years and years. And then it comes to a point where the interest that they are making on their money out is outdoing the amount that they actually put in. So just the interest alone is more than what they actually put in. And so again, they start to reap those benefits. In the beginning, it doesn't look like it, but later on, as they continue to do it, they reap the benefits. So they start off with those goal setting ideals. And the accomplishments are small, but again, they get become big enough to where they'll be able to live essentially the rest of their life on the interest from the money that they invested. Not even what they put in, but just the interest. They're living off of that. And lastly, they fulfill their promises. If they say they're going to do something, they do it. They stick to their word. A lot of people don't like to do that. But men who are disciplined stick to their word. And that's something that you get... A man's word is pretty much, you know, the, the main thing that he has, you know, as far as his ability to say he's going to do something and then turn around and do it. Whether it's to his spouse, girlfriend, children, he says he's going to do something, he better do it. And he does do it. Men who have self-discipline do it. Men who don't have self-discipline don't do it. That's why you'll see situations that pop up where a woman will be with a man who was undisciplined. She has a child with him. The undisciplined man tells the child, Oh, I'm going to come visit you this weekend. I'm going to take you off for the weekend. And he never shows up. That's an undisciplined man. He doesn't fall through on his promises. And this, this behavior repeats itself over and over and over again. The child gets all excited. Oh, daddy's coming. Daddy's coming. Daddy never shows up because he's an undisciplined man. 
women, that's why it's very important for you to not get involved with men who are undisciplined. Because look, it's not just affecting you. It's affecting your own children. They have to deal with the consequences of your undisciplined dating an undisciplined man. And they didn't even ask to be here. So think about that when you're out here engaging in different relationships with people. Your decisions not only are going to affect you four, five, ten years later, but it may also affect your offspring. And they didn't even ask for that. Well, we are going to wrap up. I hope this episode that I did was informative for you, educational, and somewhat entertaining. Next week, there will be a guest on the show. We have several shows in the pipeline that are going to be pretty good. And we are looking forward to bringing that information to you. As I did say last week, I will be also co-hosting another podcast that's going to be starting up called Angels Among Us. And that one will be released every two weeks. And we have pretty much got that up and, you know, we got a lot of stuff ready for that. And it's just going to be a question and answer type of an episode where we're reviewing Dr. Diane Hassan's book. And you'll have an opportunity to share some stories with us on the podcast as well by leaving a voice recording or an email that could be read on the show. We do have an Instagram page, the 313 Men Money Marriage. You can go on that on that site and see pictures of previous guests, uh, clips from previous episodes, and we will be releasing those things as they, they come forward. So if you want to go see some of those types of clips of different shows that we had in the past, feel free to go on there and check it out. And we are about to wrap up. And like I said, continue to support the show. We really appreciate all the support and love that we have been getting. Also, uh, get on that email list. That helps the show out a lot. And it also gives you some, you're gonna, there's going to be some really good things coming to people who are on the email list when we start doing some live recordings. Because they will have the first dibs to ask questions and actually appear on an episode if they want to. So those are some of the advantages you'll get by being on that email list. And in addition, you'll know what show is coming out prior to its release. So with that being said, until we meet again, We are out.